Welcome to the party. I'm Sam Ekstrom of Locked On Sports Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings mock drafts are officially unhinged. I'm Luke Brown of Locked On Vikings, and I refuse to address the rumors swirling about me on draft weekend. This is Arif Hassan with Pro Football Network, and a lawsuit with the voting machine company has not forced me out yet out of Locked On Minnesota. We'll address all of the rumors about the Vikings and about apparently our hosts on today's Minnesota <laughs> football party. Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. It's time for the Minnesota football party. It's your guys hanging out talking next level Vikings football. So join in with Pro Football Network's Arif Hassan, Locked On Vikings Luke Braun, Superior Sports Talk's Luke Inman, and Vikings Insider Sam Ekstrom, plus the biggest names in Minnesota football for the Minnesota Football Party. And it starts now. Welcome into a new week, draft week, on the Minnesota Football Party. I'm Sam Ekstrom, at Sam Ekstrom, covering the Vikings here at Locked On Sports Minnesota. I'm joined by the esteemed duo of Arif Hassan, Pro Football Network, and Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings. We're going to get into these inane, insane Minnesota Vikings mock draft speculations. Um, Will Levis at number two. Hooker, or I'm sorry, Richardson at 23, and everything in between. Mock draft season is officially off the rails. Uh, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more. Find draft props at fanduel.com slash locked on and get started today. On today's show, in addition to some of these crazy mocks that we will address uh, we're going to do a mock of our own. We're going to do the trade back mock edition and see what, in theory, the Vikings could attain if they trade back every pick on the first two days. I also think it's a good time to reminisce about when times were simpler, when the Vikings simply let the clock run out and took Kevin Williams <laughs> and mock drafts were barely even a thing. That's all today on the Minnesota Football Party, which is available on Locked On Sports Minnesota, which is available for free on YouTube. Subscribe there. We recently reached 5,000 subscribers. We're very happy about that. And we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, Amazon Fire and Roku devices, the Locked On Sports Minnesota app. This is what I woke up to today, guys. And for a Monday morning, this is just a little too much for me to handle. Peter King who has a lot of respect in the NFL community. I'm not going to lie. He's plugged in. Um, and a lot of the things he says are generally correct. He's got Anthony Richardson falling to the Vikings at 23. That is hard for me to believe. And maybe he's feeding into, well, the Vikings are rumored to be going after a quarterback, but Richardson falling to 23. I'm scratching my head that he would get to that point. And then, a little later, I see the Draft Network mocking the Vikings in a 21-pick trade-up from 23 to 2 to select Will Levis out of Kentucky from 23 to 2. Um, 
So I ask you, Arif Hassan and Luke Braun, let's start with Arif. Which of these scenarios is more unrealistic? I I mean, the the trade up to two is un- like the Anthony Richardson thing. You can you can figure out how that happens, right? You can like do the math in your head and say, well, we know he's not a perfect quarterback prospect. We know, you know, these are the X, Y, and Z problems with them. Hey, Malik Willis fell to like the third and, uh, you know, Sam Howell fell to like the fifth or whatever, or one of those quarterbacks, Matt Coral, whatever. Right. You know, we, we know that these guys that, uh, that fall in the draft, that's all conceivable. And, uh, Anthony Richardson is by no means a perfect prospect, right? That's, that's conceivable. You have you the math to get up to two from 23 is so tough <laughs> to do. It's so tough to do that Luke and I were trying to figure out if they're even allowed to move the assets that they would need to move <laughs> in order like before the show in order for this to happen. Right. But and and I didn't look it up. My memory is such that I think that as soon as the draft starts, they'll have 2026 20, picks available to them. But I could be just confusing that with the rules in my dynasty league, right? So like it's, it's, I, I think I'm like giving you a good indication of why I think this one's less unreal, less realistic, right? It, it seems so impossible. Like you could move Dalvin Cook and that'll get you optimistically a third. You could move Sidarius Smith. That would give you optimistically a fourth, right? You could move, I, I don't know, Daniil Hunter. That what would they get you a second? And that's still not enough. To move like that's crazy. The the trade value difference between twenty three and two is nearly two thousand points. Um, so the value of future firsts is I what exactly? Like if you you, you you tend to discount next year's pick by a round, right? So a future first right. is largely equivalent to this year's second. Right. Or 2025 first is largely equivalent to a third. Uh, the further out you go, the less harsh that discount is, it seems. But like, yeah, it's a pretty big. Discount. So you're never going to make up 2000, like 2000 points with future picks. I mean, that, that that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I mean, like you'd have to, and especially, especially for a quarterback, right? Like a little. So, sorry, Luke. Remember when uh, Washington traded up with the Rams for Robert Griffin? They weren't moving up from 23. They were moving up from like what, like 16 or something like that, 11? Like they, they were not moving yeah. up from 23, and they traded everything in the world for it. And the Vikings have less capital than the Rams did then. You, you would probably have to do it as two separate trades. They would probably have already had to like trade up with the Patriots at 14 or something, and then they'd be at 14, yeah. and then it feels a little more realistic. Um, but then also, they lost all like the when you're trying to come assets up, in the trade up to 14. Yeah, right. They have like three uh, picks to you... work with. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's like finding the math that works there is really, really hard. And also, even if you did find the math that works and you find something that's like technically equivalent, nothing is stopping the Texans from being like, yeah, but we only really want to move back three spots and we got this decent deal from Seattle. So bye and hanging up. Right. And then yeah. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Which it's happens like... all the time when you try to. Yeah. It's like, oh, we can realize the gains of this trade in 2025 or in two minutes yeah i think i know what i'm doing yeah texans right. are doing and, and, mad calculations to be like all right is Bijan gonna be on the board at 23 that's our guy i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and that's why they would say no because they want Bijan robinson um but go ahead go ahead brian and well with richardson falling 
I do think that it, it feels like a quarterback sliding is really doable. You just have to Especially parlay a whole bunch going. of... <laughs> yeah, well, if, if Hooker's part of that list, then I yeah, guess that Yeah, because sure. Peter King has Hooker um, going above Richardson, so that would definitely mean Richardson slides, oh, well, right? Oh, then, yeah. That, yeah, because now yeah, you're just that running out of teams that even want a quarterback. Because <laughs> you, you'd have to envision him sliding past the Titans, which eh, maybe they take a quarterback, maybe they say we'll run, keep running with Tannehill, and then... You know, the commanders, well, they've been talking about Howell a lot. And the Bucks, well, they've been talking about Trask a lot. Be a crazy decision to go with those guys over Richardson, but they've been talking such that you can see it happening. And suddenly, you know, if you can talk yourself into like three or four teams that might take a quarterback not taking a quarterback, suddenly he's there at 23. Like that doesn't feel nearly as crazy as I don't know. The the moving up to two feels like something you could only accomplish in like ultimate pro football GM. Ultimate-gm.com promo code locked on for a 100% boost your team. Let's see this, uh, this mock on draft network that is the Vikings moving up has Richardson going four, and just out of curiosity, the Texans, how do they, they just say trade. They don't tell us what the trade is. I think if you're going to make a bold prediction like that, you, you need to tell <laughs> us what the compensation is. They're taking Quinn Quinton Johnston at number 23 in uh, in that deal with presumably eight first round picks that they've gotten from the Vikings. Um, <laughs> and so, Dalvin and Zedarius and Daniel and Harrison. So if, I don't know who cares. Toss them all in. Yeah. Kevin O'Connell toss him in too. Um, no, we like Kevin O'Connell. So the, uh, the Anthony Richardson drop is, is interesting to me. And I, I feel like it's a no brainer for the Vikings at that pick. I just think that for about the most of the five teams in front of them would also have the same thought that if Anthony Richardson is falling into the late teens, that you're almost compelled to pull the trigger there. So Wait, like what, what stops the Buccaneers yeah. from drafting him like that? Exa that's like, a, that's a tough exactly. one. So I, I don't think that a Richardson fall is unrealistic. I just think that falling to 23, not having to trade up at all, to get the falling Richardson, you know that there, even if teams didn't want Richardson, you know there would be smoke screens, right? Like you oh, know yeah. that there would be activity to try to coax a team to move up like the Vikings. So I don't, I don't think there's any scenario where the Vikings sit at 23 and get Richardson. I think that's Hooker. Like I think that there, it's realistic the teams wouldn't have a first round grade on Hooker, and some teams would. I, I don't think the same about Richardson. That's why I think that is a ludicrous possibility that Minnesota just stays put and has him fall on their lap. Yeah, I, I think that like, and it's always tough, right? Like, yeah, we've got the consensus board and that tells us that Richardson is considered like a first round quarterback and that's fine. But like, if you take a look at like just the team visits, right? If you take a look at who the Panthers have visited and who the Colts have visited, they visited those four quarterbacks. They did not visit Hendon Hooker, right? So neither of them did. So I that to me kind of sends a fairly strong signal, right? That these are the four quarterbacks that one would expect to go in the top 10. Now, not all of them are necessarily going to go in the top 10, right? Atlanta might actually be committed to Desmond Ritter. Las Vegas might be in love with Jimmy, right? Um, but or not Jimmy. Um, no, it is Jimmy, right? It's Darren yeah, Hardaway. Jimmy G. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, just confusing all these quarterback moves, right? You know, like all, all like they might all these Kirks. All, yeah, all these Kirks, just all the Kirk movement, right? <laughs> and plus Tannehill's on the on the trade block, right? So, you know, a lot of Kirk movement. And there's another Kirk? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I you could conceivably say, hey, you know, some of these teams are not going to be in on a quarterback. But like the valuation from two of the top quarterback needy teams is such that like these are the guys, right? And so it's really difficult for me to conceive of Richardson. Like you didn't see that with like all of the the quarterbacks last year that fell, right? So it is it is really difficult for me to think that um, Richardson is is behind Hooker in a lot of ways or out of the first round. Did the Vikings overplay their hand if they wanted to sneakily grab a quarterback? Like was this a sophomore mistake by Quazy? to sort of play into this a little bit to say that, you know, the talk about the value of quarterbacks, you know, obviously they, they, uh, they haven't committed to Kirk beyond this year. It feels very telegraphed or is that the smoke screen where they actually aren't feeling quite as needy and uh, maybe they can, uh, you know, surprise us a different way. Bron, what do you think? I I feel like every single national outlet, is like, well, the Vikings are trying to move up for a quarter. Like, everyone just knows. I don't know. The cat's just out of the bag. What are you going to do? Um, if it is a smoke screen and they actually don't want to move up for a quarterback, that's one of the most intense smoke screens. <laughs> that's a great that smoke screen. That would be well phenomenal. done. <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, quarterback they, is such a passionately, to- it is such a passionately seeked out position that maybe that's how Quazy trades back. Maybe that's how Quazy gets the extra picks is that someone leapfrogs to 23 and gets their quarterback. Well, well maybe. No, that's good. Here's a here's a, a theory. Here's a prediction. Okay. Tinfoil hat? The, uh, football theory. Uh, <laughs> the tinfoil hat is <laughs> under repair. Um, Did the rabbits get it? The Packers finished their trade with the Jets. Two second round picks. Aaron Rodgers, it finally goes through that. Uh, Ian Rappaport said that, that talks have resumed now that it's draft week. There's a little more urgency to it. Let's say they get that done. And then from one of those picks in the 40s, Packers come up to 23. And they select Hendon Hooker. I'm feeling it. Sure. Yeah, why we not? We'll enable them. We'll give them all the resources they need to torpedo their franchise by trading up for Hendon Hooker, alienating Jordan Love and sending themselves into a decades-long spiral. It's just a theory. A football yep. theory. Jordan um, Love I... is... Are they like a week <laughs> away from having to decide on his fifth year? Yeah. Yes. Are they picking that up? Yeah. Um, yep. th- like, the only way any of this works is if they... Like, even if they don't trade Aaron Rodgers, is if they have team control of Jordan Love. They have to. Um. So I, I I think that it is what what my guess is, is that I don't think that there's like necessarily I mean, there could be. But my guess is not that there are leaks from the Vikings organization saying, man, we'd really like a quarterback. My guess is that the Vikings have called a lot of GMs picking ahead of them and asked for the price of the picks without doing anything else, without being like, hey, we we're really curious about, you know, if, if our guy falls, you know, he might throw the ball. Yep. Who knows? But I don't think that's what I think they're just saying, hey, what's the price of number two? Hey, what's the price of number four? Um, it's it and it's good to know the price of things, but it when you're asking, that means people are gonna interpret that as interest. And maybe they are interested in moving up, but maybe it's not for a quarter. So I think that's what's happening. And teams are reading into those phone calls is like, man, you know, to trade up from 23 to four, that's they must want a quarterback, right? And so I think that it, I think that this is just a way of figuring out the market 
and less a way of them necessarily getting a quarterback. Now, obviously, very easy to connect the dots. They did not extend Kirk Cousins, right? So, like, there's, it's not as if there's nothing there, but right, there's there's objective evidence, right? But my interpretation is not that the Vikings are a leaky ship, but rather that there's a lot of moves that they're making that can be interpreted in a variety of ways, and a lot of things that have happened that could be point towards a quarterback. When you combine them, it very much looks like they're desperate for a quarterback in a way that I don't think is necessarily true um it would not shock me if hendon hooker was not a first round grade for the vikings and a bunch of people are just attaching them to him because he's the only one that makes sense at 23 right like if you're connected he's the only one on the board when they do that when they're done with their mock (laughs) because they're not doing trades in the mock so they're like well they 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 clearly like a quarterback (laughs) right and it's like yeah, I mean, like, look at all these moves that they're like talking. Wow, they must be really interested in the quarterback. Well, there aren't any quarterbacks left, so Hendon Hooker. Wow, I'm hearing a lot of steam that Hendon Hooker is next. Round pick. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I, okay. I have a feeling that they're like in hard on someone, like they're really in love with someone. And so, yeah, they'll go figure out, okay, how how can we trade up for this guy? Where's the, when does the market make sense? How far do we need him to fall? They've done a lot of work on all these quarterbacks, like a lot of homework on all these quarterbacks. So I, I don't know which guy it is, but I have a feeling that they're like really in love with someone. I, that's just speculation. I, I will I will say this. In the most recent yet to be published iteration of the consensus big board, Hendon Hooker has moved up dramatically. He's moved up dramatically from 60 to 49. I'm not buying the first round stuff. We can't keep letting the CIA do this. <laughs> Hooker is 49. Where is Richardson? 11. Where is Levis? Oh, wait, that's he was 50 something last time I looked. Oh, yeah. He's like 54, 59. Um, But the yeah. So uh, Levis is uh, he used to be above Richardson. Now he is 19. So it's 19. Tough place for him to be. That's just I I haven't seen a lot. Now, is that um, these are big boards. These are these are like overall top players yeah. this isn't a mock average right like if you okay. if you went to grinding no. the mocks and look at the their mocks. essentially their consensus mock will levis yeah. is going real high okay time. yeah the, that's an important clarification so okay Looking if at, the vikings yeah. trade up not for a quarterback what is a player who is a player that you would make that move for let's arbitrarily say to 19 with the bucks trade up four picks who, what non-quarterback would you be infatuated with? To 19, it's only four spots. That would be interesting. Um, probably one of those top three corners then, right? Like if mm-hmm. like Joey Porter Jr. falls, you know, or whatever, was, right? Yeah. Then, then I think yeah, Joey Porter, he feels like the one that would be most likely to feasibly be that guy. Because Gonzalez yeah. and Witherspoon, I feel like they're just like gone in the top 10. Like they're just way out of reach. Yeah, but Joey Porter, right now there are people know. might... He's like, oh, yeah, too right. physical, too grabby. We don't really like him. We'll take Deontay Banks instead. And like, he could maybe be still there. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gonzalez and Witherspoon right now are six and eight, and Joey Porter is 13. So um, it seems very much like after it was difficult to distinguish between the top three. I mean, like, there's a general understanding that Gonzalez was first. And then, you know, is it maybe Porter? Is it maybe Witherspoon? Witherspoon's moved a lot up and down in the draft cycle. Um, but now right, it seems very much solidified that it's like those two at the top and then Porter. And it could be that, you know, Porter could fall and do that. Other than that, I don't really see maybe 
you know, JSN, maybe they just have him as a tier of receiver above everybody else. Um, there's been a ton of talk right now about, about JSN moving up to wide receiver one that hadn't happened until like my last couple of big board updates. So, um, and he's still technically like wide receiver two, um, in, in some of these constructions. So it is, it is conceivable or possible that it could be for somebody like him. This, uh, I, this I draft say, network though, mock, I don't see is... that happening at all. I, I don't see them trading up a little bit just for like a non quarterback. I, I think if it's not a quarterback, I think Quasey's going to try to split this pick up and get more, more selections on day two. And I totally agree with you. And we're going to do a uh, trading back mock here in a second. But I will say that this draft network mock, which is clearly unimpeachable on all draft and trade up <laughs> issues, uh, has Joey Porter Jr. falling to 22. So. There's that. Um, Bijan. Bijan at 23. Vikings pull the trigger. What's your immediate reaction to that? What are you doing? Why? Get good. Why are you doing this? That's my immediate reaction. <laughs> Get good. Skill issue. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, my, mine would be I, I you, whole... ju- you, further, you further ruined your leverage to trade Dalvin Cook if you haven't done it already. I would imagine they've done it already there, but yeah, then they've, they've then they're yeah. probably just cutting him and they're spending a first round pick to save $6 million net on the cap. Feels like bad value, man. And I don't think Wait, that is, you're, does that, does that, like, and how much better are you getting? The, does that include the cost of the contract, the first round pick? Oh no, it doesn't even. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't think that includes that. <laughs> nope. You might, you, <laughs> nope. Like, forgot <laughs> about that too. So you're just you're like nickel and dime. You're spending a first round pick to nickel and dime. You're not actually, and and like that's the thing about like with first round <laughs> running backs and the the rookie wage scale is that because now running back contracts have deflated so much, uh, that it, it's like not even a good deal. I don't know, man. You'd have to think Dijon is like a lot better than Dalvin Cook, and I personally don't have that opinion. I think he is significantly better, it, but it doesn't matter to me. I'm lower on him than a lot of people, but I'm I'm okay with that. I, I get it's it. Sure. I think I think we end up in the same spot regardless. So Yeah. See, I, I think that he's a special running back. And to me, that doesn't like mean a ton. I I have no evidence of this, but something tells me that Quasi is looking for non obvious reasons to sort of find value. Like, okay. The people of Quasi's ilk, like the analytics types, have realized that running back is devalued. Okay, so now the majority are in that camp. He zigs and actually finds value in the other side of it, where he he I, believes that if you get a top 10 player at 23, then actually you're finding value. That would be the justification for taking a I, 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 I could see like a day that, two but... thing. Yeah, I yeah, I I could see him tricking himself like that. Like, but like the thing is, like the Patriots have been doing that forever, and their drafts suck. Like, it's just like Terrible. there's only yeah. there's only so much that like knowing that you're smarter than everyone else gets you because it turns out if you know that you're wrong. Like that's that's the <laughs> issue. <laughs> that's so, why the consensus board is so accurate because the masses tend to be right. Yeah, apparently, yeah, even when they're more. drunk. So (laughs) (laughs) this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. (laughs) Speaking of being drunk and predicting things. (laughs) (laughs) FanDuel.com 
slash locked on. Uh, we put 500 mythical dollars on draft props last Thursday. Uh, we can remind you of those on Thursday again as we go into the draft. You can find hundreds of lines, draft-related, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball. Find it all at FanDuel. Get a no-sweat first bet if you're a new customer. Up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right. Before we have our trade back mock, let's just get a little nostalgic here. Let's go back to 2003. Kevin Seifert wrote the 20th anniversary piece. The Vikings let the clock run out on their pick. And then two picks later, got Kevin Williams. Um, what do you remember from from that draft if you were even, you know, involved in watching the draft 20 years ago? Um, and it hasn't happened since to that extent in the NFL draft. It was so bizarre and unprecedented. I was probably too young to appreciate how unprecedented it was, but that was crazy 20 years ago. Uh, I mean, I don't remember watching it live or anything like that, and I haven't unfortunately read the the Seifert piece yet, but I will say the narrative coming away from a lot of this, especially in like the retrospective is like, man, how silly were the Vikings? I can't believe they screwed that up when from my understanding, it was the Ravens fault, right? Like it was, it was entirely about Ravens kind of screwed them. Yeah. yeah. But they were like, weren't ready for that to happen, which I guess you could say like, you know, uh, yeah, but um, sure, like they weren't need... ready with a pick. They should at least have known, but yeah, like, yeah, sure. they definitely like, got screwed more than they, they you're get waiting for. for like the phone call to come in for the trade to occur with the Ravens and the Ravens, I guess, just never make the call or whatever. Right. And it's just like, well, I mean, yeah, I guess you could blame the Vikings for not having a pick in hand or something like that. Um, and to that. But it's it's very much on the Ravens more than it is on the Vikings. And so that's like my memory of it. And then also, I think a lot of people forgot that Kevin Williams started out as a defensive end for the team and then transitioned to defensive tackle partway through his second year, I want to say, like midway through his second season. Um, and he still like found a way to get like nine sacks or something crazy like that. So, um, but yeah. That turned into a sick draft. They they came back day two or on, on rounds two and three and got uh, EJ Henderson and Nate Burleson. Jeez. All right. <laughs> They like home uh, run it and everybody made fun yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> right, they that's, killed that like, like two years later, you get ticket scalping and the Wizenator and the Love Boat. Like that was just a really fun time to dunk on the Vikings. They were just the laughing stock of punching the bag. And it's just yeah. who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And then College they had Humor to bring in like that's like why they brought in Brad Children. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh you can instill discipline in the team. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> Got to go the opposite way of everything, right? But like College Humor did like a whole podcast episode on 2005 Minnesota Vikings. They like brought Raph in and then he was like, hey, I'm not even a Vikings fan, but this is so funny. I need everybody who doesn't know about football to learn about this team. So like it's like it like like, it it got out there. The timeline is so funny because the Wizenator happened and you're like, man, this is definitely going to be the thing we're talking about forever about the 2005 Vikings. And then one month later. <laughs> it's like, that's not even the 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 top three in topics. Like about they had so much more in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We're learning about it. And, and Ziggy had just, the Wills had just bought them too. Like they, they bought into this team and then it was like six scandals. And the irony to me is that once the season kind of hit its stride, remember they went on that long winning streak after Dante got hurt and they were actually like a really boring team from November on. They just went about their business. They won really ugly games. Like, I'm looking at the scores, like 24-21 in the game where they didn't score an offensive touchdown, by the way. Um, 2017, 24-12. Like, they just, like, had these blue-collar <laughs> wins with Brad Johnson as their quarterback. Very little star power on offense. And they almost made the playoffs. But they were actually a super boring team the last two months. It's crazy how good that team should have been. That team should have been one of the best teams we've ever seen. <laughs> that was still like a depleted coaching staff from uh, Red McCombs, right? Or, or I, cause, cause McCombs didn't want to pay assistance. But McCombs didn't had a, had a, like a truncated staff. Cause he didn't want to pay for like a full on staff for most of the Tice tenure, but he wasn't there anymore, but I don't know if they had rectified that yet. Uh, trivia question leading rusher on that team. 2005? I I don't know, man. Was Mwelde Moore on the team? I don't know. Correct. Mwelde Moore. Leading, re leading receiver. As, uh, Moss? I don't know. Oh, Moss was gone. Oh, no, he just got traded, yeah. right? Moss yeah, was yeah, just yeah. gone. Uh, oh, give me a sec. It was an AC, right? He wasn't on the team. Um, no, no. Oh, it was... Was it? Is there a Marcus Robinson name? Or am I thinking the wrong guy? Uh, yeah, he was third on on the team in receiving. Let him I, in touchdown. We were like we were like pulling deep, like Ashley Lalee style. Um, yeah. Oh, God. this was the years when they had like a. It wasn't Williamson, right? There's no. Way. Was it Burleson? Williamson was fourth in receiving. Burleson was seventh. He must have got hurt or something. Uh, was it a tight end? Was it like Jermaine Wiggins? He was second. You're filling out the family feud board here. We still got the top answer though on the, <laughs> available. Okay, uh, it's really like if it wasn't like Hank Basket or somebody I totally forgot about. Hank Basket. Um initials TT. Like Tyree. Is there a Travis Taylor or is, is that a Timberwolf. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You okay. got it. You got it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Woo. I swear to God, there was a Timberwolf Celebrate with a similar. Good name. times. I have a state. Celebratory music. <laughs> Celebratory music. I just, I, I just want to point out that yeah. you know, technically we're 1 1 on this one because I got Mewelde Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the the years of like 05 through like until they got like Bernard Berrien in, in I think it was 08. The the offenses like those offensive rosters are hilarious. Bleak. That was a bleak who's the, time. Who's that safety they signed for the Bengals in 08? The U Williams? Oh, yeah. The, the Williams. Yeah, it was the yeah. weak link in 2009. Yeah, <laughs> he got like a mega contract for the time. Yeah, I remember. I remember like was being in the, the forums arguing about his contract, and it was like what, like eight million or something like that, eleven million maybe. And it's just like, yeah, I, I can't imagine arguing about a contract like that now. 
It was just like whatever at the time. It was so big. That was that's huge for back then. Yeah. Yeah, it was enormous. He was like the highest paid safety in the league. That was podcast gold. <laughs> Let me also remind people that this is the final week that you can subscribe for pre-draft analysis via NFL Draft Buzz. That's the newsletter authored by our own Luke Inman. Subscribe at LockedOnPodcast.com slash newsletters for draft intel straight to your inbox. All right, ProFootballNetwork.com. Click the link uh, or click the heading that says Draft Simulator, and you can simulate the draft for free. Let me do an old screen share here, and we can uh, do a trade back version. So we're going to trade back everything and see how many first three rounds picks that we can amass hold tight here the goal is to maximize in the top 100 goal is to maximize in the top 100 all right do you see the screen allowing out at 13 what's going on here what oh boy yeah let's let's hit that players let's let's trade dalvin okay because we just got a line on deandre hopkins are we letting the simulator give us nuke because this feels a little odd. Say yes. <laughs> yeah, we have okay. been offered by Pro I... Football Network Simulator. The 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 bot the bot has offered us pick thirty four nuke in exchange for our one and our three. Now is this really maximize? I think it is maximizing when you get nuke. Yeah, I, I don't think, think you is. can it's, possibly it's optimizing get a better. Certainly, it, yeah, I don't think you'll get. Well, for we it says we have three trade offers, so I suppose we could take a look. But I kind of want to accept this one blind. Um, it technically does sure. not fulfill our original function of optimizing the number of top 100 picks. It does uh, think, not. We can make. I think no all. one cares. I think we're fine. We we, we can make it. that up. Yeah. The only we'll reason not to is if we go. That's not realistic enough. Maybe we shouldn't allow this to be part of the simulation. But if we're not Cardinals, doing that, yeah, we're slamming. This. Cardinals trades do not occur in the same universe as the rest of the trades. It's fine. Very true. Let's look at the other uh, options. Twenty twenty four second thorough. Oh. Helps Ugh. us move Bengals up. For, we, do, we do here? stay in the first round, but I don't. Mm. And then what's the other one? It's no new future second, and then giving Derek up a Brown? one and a four for thirty-nine. Derek Brown in the future second. Okay, Derek Brown is like a we move down less player, but we move down less in the nuke trade. Yeah, let's get. Oh, but we give up a higher. We 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 give up. Yeah, we give up eighty-seven. Yeah, 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 let's take Whatever. let's take the Hopkins. Trade. All right, DeAndre Hopkins. This inc- we just won the draft. Wow. Yeah, we, especially because Deontay Banks of the day. Went Poor KJ we, Osborne, though. We missed out on Joey Porter, by the way. <laughs> Which All right. 34 pops up. Oh, um, God. Not quite in the top 100. Yeah, that's not a top 100. What's Okay, what's the, the other Colts, let, let We got to explain this for the audio listeners. Now, at oh, 34, yeah, yeah. the Colts have offered uh, their one at 35, and their <laughs> – for early fourth. We're moving back one spot to move pick 158 up to 106, which I guess we could try to trade 106 back into the top 100. That probably yeah, let's be take a look at the other offer. We have another trade offer. Pick 40 and Caesar Ruiz. Wow. Actually, he's not that good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just like excited to replace Bradbury, but actually Ruiz has not been playing all that hot. Uh so okay, let's let's accept the Colts pick because you know. We're literally losing nothing we're by close. doing this. What? Well, what about what about we counter and try to get try to like improve our home? Well, I, I bet the sure. Colts don't 
Okay, yeah, sure. Let's counter. Let's counter. All right. <laughs> we, we can deal Hopkins. Like, again. can we counter? Oh, no. We already hey, we, got we can, yeah, yeah, they we don't can. want Cook today. Um, probably not. Let, let's try to get 79. Sim will probably Dalvin. let you do it, anyways. We're going to trade Dalvin and try to get 79 out of it. All right. Not, there's no way they want Cook. Hey! <laughs> All right. Team up with yeah. Jonathan John Taylor. Taylor is running mate. Sim. <laughs> An expensive running mate. Who, who's their hey, coach now? They got a QB on a rookie contract. They can afford they it. Shane Steichen, right? They, they Shane ran a Steichen. Running, yeah, they, get, they ran a running offense in Philadelphia. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And we only moved back one spot. And now we can yeah, get okay. pick 40 and 71. New Orleans no longer interested in offloading Cesar Ruiz. Um, <laughs> so they're offering... <laughs> Pick 40 and pick 71 for 35 and a future fourth. Or or Carolina, I kind of like this one more. Pick 39 yeah, and pick 93 for 35 and a future sixth. I'd rather do the Panthers trade. Yeah, give up the sixth instead of the fourth next year. You mm -hmm. move right. back less and you give up a smaller pick next year. I think that's worth yeah. All right, so we've already we've got Hopkins. That's crazy. We've we not, haven't drafted and we've already improved the team. We've got 39. Hey, I, we can get another receiver. I need to take inventory. Oh my God. <laughs> Cortland Sutton. <laughs> Cortland Sutton, Justin Jefferson, and DeAndre Hopkins. And all we had to do was give up pick 23. Oh, I feel so bad for KJ. This is amazing. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to move I, back 28 picks. Elijah Cansey's still on the board, by the way. Oh, my God. Packers. Hey, the Packers pick 45 and a future third. I don't I don't want to trade for future ones in this particular simulation. Yeah, we're okay. we're trying to maximize this top hundred, right? All right, let's um let's reject both offers, right? I agree. And slam Kalajic. And then and then propose a trade to New Orleans at 40. <laughs> 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 we'll get that 40th pick yet. They keep trying to trade it. All right. 39. Right, Swapping firsts. And then and, and seconds, Bradley right. Ropey. Second. And Bradley Ropey. Hey, we can get a quarterback. Let's let's throw Bradley Ropey in there. Woo. All right. Propose. All right. Let's see what we got. Let's see if the, if, the, if that's worth the one one. Okay. Decline. That, that, oh, was, not, that was not it. I, I kind of okay. feel like we can just slam Kalijah Kansi here. All right, let's do it. Let's get Kalijah Kansi. All right, Kalijah. Pittsburgh DT. Went sixth overall in the Lockdown Ultimate Mock, by the way. To the yeah, I, yeah. Check that out. Lockdown. Yeah, check, check out look, Luke look, look. seeing NFL? a top 10 player fall to 23 and passing on him. Well, what do we have? What do we even have left? I don't even know. I, don't I think know. we have, might have to. We might have to try to move that 106 up into the top 100, so be ready to pause yeah, the let's, draft. Yeah, let's pause. Let's pause. Up. Okay. I feel like we have a busy third round, though. We have 79. We have 79. 93. Yeah, but let's let's see if we okay. can turn and 106. 106 into something. Let's yeah. see if we can like trade with yeah. the Raiders. No, let's trade with the Saints again. Let's do it at 71. Let's see if we can turn 106 into 71. Or I guess we don't right. have 106 anymore. We just Oh, no, that. we didn't get that one. Oh yeah. Well, okay, okay. whatever. Trade one. We, we took a different trade. I, I got mixed up. Yeah. And a future fourth. Both fourths, okay. maybe. 
both fourths. Yeah, for 71. We don't even have a target in mind. This is great. I love it. We don't even... We have one very specific goal. (laughs) Three fourth-round picks for a third declined. Dope! Well, that's just dumb on New Orleans' part. Yeah, let's try again. Let's try with uh, the Rams. Probably try to get... Oh, true. We want... 69. 69. Nice. We want 69 very badly. <laughs> Should and we just give them the same offer? Yeah. Let's see what they do. Let's 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 see decline. if we can <laughs> this decline trade will let us go higher instead. <laughs> um, okay, okay, let's, we're tra- let's to... trade for the Rams 77. We're gonna have to sweeten the pot here. We want 77. For one we're giving up two fourths. For one nineteen. You could throw two eleven in there. That doesn't do anything for us. Two eleven. Yeah, and both fourths and two fourths. There's no way we're trading a future second for this. Decline. Oh. Uh, we'll probably just have to wait a little longer. I think. All right. Disappointing. In fairness, there's no one here that I'm like overjoyed at the prospect of selecting. Yeah, we we can just wait. To like the nineties, because it's top one hundred, right? We just we can yeah. barely get in. Okay, we're on the clock. Oh, the Bills have called. Yeah, the they're, Bills not, wanted... they're not giving us another. They're not giving we're us a future, they're they're not, a future yeah, pick. Immediate rejection. Yeah, we've got Jalen Jones, who I really like, oh, available at at cornerback. Right. Yeah, right. do it. Cool. Darius. Yeah. I also like Darius Rush, and yeah, I also like Andre Carter. But not that much. Um, let's get Jalen Jones then. Jones or Rush? Ron, you get a say in this. Uh, don't know a lot about either. Whichever one Arif didn't say. God damn. Darius Rush, who has arguably been the right. secret to Cam Smith's success by that locking down the other side. Extremely of the cope. It's like saying what? Kobe Bryant was the key Oh, to he's the South other South Carolina guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like Rush. Let's do it. All right. I also like Rush. Luke Inman would be proud of this pick. Darius Rush. Andre Carter goes to Pittsburgh. And the Viking. Oh, we better pause this here. So, yeah, I bet we can get up from 119 now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Let's trade with try... the Cardinals again. Let's do it. Let's flee some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're down for anything. Hey, buddy. What's going on? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh, we could get like pick ninety six from them. Well, let's let, first let's try one nineteen, and then in that one nineteen for eighty seven. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get eighty seven back. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's get eighty seven back. Hey, two pal, future four, three four for a. Here we go. Three four. Got for it. Hey, we did it. We're in, two, baby. Four. Here we All go. Right. Yeah, we don't even have a pick in mind. Nope. Um, we've got okay. a DT. We've got a corner. We've got a wide receiver. Still I like no quarterback. But that's okay. I like Jair Brown. Um, other than that, no one's really screaming out to me. Could do nope. uh, Zach Harrison, I guess, but Ooh, that's Tank not. Dell is on the board. He might Ooh. be there with the next one if you want him. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, Kendra Miller if you want to go running back, but yeah, we're out. We're out of running back. Yeah, 
but um we could we could probably wait on the running back a little bit yeah we besides isn't there um isn't there one near the top too that's zach evans zach evans oh yeah all right i don't have any opinions on him yeah let's let's uh let's wait on running back because i'm pretty sure he'll be there their next seems like safety is bountiful right now got four safeties here jair brownie like reef yeah let's look at the scouting report he could be a solid nfl player in his own right arif did you write any of these nope oh brown's not afraid to throw himself at ball carriers but he also has ball skills as well see Grammatically, would you say he also has ball skills as well? Like, isn't that a little redundant? I am not going to yes. criticize my colleague. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, company man. Love it. Um, just testing your loyalty. All right. Let's take uh... Arif Hassan, noted corporate drone. Yeah, it's me. No, Sorry, I forgot. Who was that? Jerry Brown. We like him. Yeah, that was Jerry Brown. Yeah, take him. Okay, we like him. Special teamer. He can uh, learn for a year on the job. And then I think we could take a running back with our next pick. Zach Evans went with the very next pick. Whoa, guys. Oh, this, this sucks. They want us the out Jags. of the top 100? I don't think so, Jacksonville. Not doing it, Shad Khan. All right, we're on the clock. Ninety-three. Uh, we got we got Tank Bigsby and Kendra Miller. I prefer Miller here, but all right, all right. Okay, here's Ian writing the recap again. Let's see how he does. Um, no RAS. I wonder why. Explosive athlete, great foot speed, accelerates upfield. Bron, why do you like him? Uh. It's because when I was watching Quentin Johnston, I was like, "Hey, this running back's kind of good." And then I found out he was coming out for the draft. <laughs> oh, Looks like uh, wow. did not work out because of a knee injury. His projected forty time at draft scout is a four four two. For some reason, he has thirty two and three eighths inch arms. Doesn't really matter at running back, but that's really long. <laughs> so yeah. Burst, agility, twitch, high energy, 215 pounds, guy who's high energy runner. I mean, sounds like he could be a three-down guy, right? Sounds great. Yeah. I'm in. Kendra Miller. Tank Dell is still sitting there. We just got Hopkins, man. Yeah. Ah, you're right. What's his contract status? I'm already thinking of the future. Already thinking of replacing the guy that we just signed or we just traded. For. I'm pretty sure we'd have to redo the contract a lot just to make that a legal trade. <laughs> Hopkins is owed uh 30 million cap hit. This year. <laughs> so, that's okay, fine. but it, it but out. boy, my, yes. let's it, go. It, it it does look like the Cardinals take on like a good chunk of that. Probably. You're probably right about that. Kendra Miller it is. Let's see if we get another trade offer. Come on. Yeah, the Vikings looks like they take on. on like a $9 million. Pause. Oh, shoot. So we turned 23 and 87 into Kalaja Kansi, Darius Rush, Jair Brown, Kendra Miller, and DeAndre Hopkins. And 
By the way, Hopkins right now would have like a nine million dollar, eight point nine million dollar cap hit for the Vikings. The Cardinals that, are taking on almost would, wait, all of that contract. I I see uh, nineteen mil, nineteen and a half million base salary right now. I guess none of it's guaranteed though. Uh, well, wouldn't a good chunk of it be wouldn't guaranteed? Let's see. No, it's um, none of it is guaranteed salary. There's a bunch of prorated bonus. I think the Cardinals oh, okay. net save nine mil because of like acceleration. Okay, okay. But yeah, nineteen yeah, mil comes right, over. Right. Let's take a look at this calculator. So the Vikings, and then we add Andre Hopkins by trade. All right, so the cap number would be nineteen five, unless we add some yeah, void years. Which, let's, let's do that. Which just would not process. Speaking yeah. of void, Hopkins can void his 2024 year if he reaches certain incentives over a four-year period. So I oh. don't know where he stands. That's a very interesting. I've never seen that. That's really interesting. Um, that's a very interesting incentive. Um, so over the previous three, we're really down the rabbit hole here, but over the previous three years where, again, he didn't play that many games, so I doubt he's going to reach these. He has 221 receptions, and he would have needed 400 to void the year. So he's not going to void the year. So never mind about that. But that was on the table. So if we convert uh, $15 million of his $19.45 million into signing bonus, add three void years, his cap hit would be $7.45 million. I love how much minutia we just went into this crazy theoretical trade. Thanks, Arizona. Uh, twice i guess <laughs> it's, like the most believable part about this is that it's arizona doing something catastrophically stupid <laughs> i finally saw the video of ganon doing the laser noises pew, 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 to ron Moore. did you see you guys see this yeah or if you've not. seen it yes so Jonathan Gannon has already made like a very awkward name for himself. There was some, was it like team issued video of him meeting his players? Yeah, and like, he goes like up. Will to, Hernandez, big guard, big, big guard. It's a Nick Sirianni playbook. He goes up to Rondale Moore and he, got, he does like finger guns, like pew, 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 pew. And like Rondale's and awkward, And then awkward pause. What are you doing? And then he's like, well, he says three words, right? He goes, um, explosives uh shots like like shot plays like shots explosive and then another pause you're fast <laughs> like he's trying to like explain to him why oh he's saying those th- it was unbelievable yeah then um, what was it yesterday too or i guess it was probably friday he just like lied to fabricated the a story to say that yeah the, he said the philadelphia media when Philadelphia was nine and zero, which they never were, right? So um, okay, well, l- the context was some people were asking him about like the like his lack of media availability and whether or not he's like afraid to go out in front of the media, and so he was like, no, 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 let's let's be clear here. Yeah. Sorry. So so this would be this would be classified as my my party foul this week. Let's run that. Let's run that. It's time to tell you who spilled their proverbial drink on the sofa. Get ready. Jonathan Gannon spilled his proverbial <laughs> drink on the sofa. So th- they're asking him how good he is with the media. He's like, I'm great with the media. I was in a tough media market. Um, when we were 9-0, and 
which we never, never were. happened. Um, they were and I can forget if they were eight and zero or eight and one. They, like, they were, they can... were, they were eight and zero at one point. And so I was trying to figure out, okay, would it make sense if he'd said this when they were seven and zero, eight and zero, eight and one? But it still doesn't. At, I can forgive that clerical error. But then he says, the media came to me and said, "We want you fired." A thing that they just say, right? In pressers, like you, you, you remember all the time, Sam, that. <laughs> that ed donatel came out in a presser and i was like hey ed i want you fired actually we all of us we collectively we've signed a petition right uh your job your response yeah (laughs) and do you have a comment yeah right and gannon says well at the time we had 30 more sacks than the next closest team so at no point in his in the in the history of the nfl has partway through the season, any team had 30-plus sacks. But also the Eagles were not even leading the NFL in sacks at the time. There was one moment in week four where they led the NFL in sacks. They quickly lost it in week five. And then they regained it in week 15, finishing the season in week 18 as the league leader in sacks. But in the middle of the, because you can't as much leeway as we'll give him, Sam. Right, we'll give him like a two week leeway on either side of the nine and zero, whatever. Right, mm-hmm. throughout the middle, he wasn't even leading the team, but he leading the league in sacks. But he was like, yeah, we had thirty more sacks than the next best team. Which could he have? I don't know if he meant pressures. That's a pretty big mistake to make, and I doubt that's true either. And um, he meant like thirty plus over like league average, which would be really a weird way to do that. So the, the yeah, this whole like he has true either. he has told himself a pretty bizarre lie here that if he believes it to be true, he's tripping because right and like this exchange never happened right like that's like yeah that's all. do you so think like, he dreamed this but couldn't tell the difference because it was the middle of the season you're probably sleeping like two hours a night <laughs> I think he I think he can't tell the difference between dreams and reality because he's Ganon I think that's the fundamental yeah, to who he is. Yeah. Might be why he doesn't know how to interact with people. <laughs> Just in a constant state of like, not really sure if you're in a lucid dream or not. Right, yeah. <laughs> Will Hernandez, big guard. <laughs> Very like weird that. matrix sequel. <laughs> so here's what we have coming up this week on the Minnesota football party. Luke Inman back tomorrow. He will instigate some uh, draft related talkers. We'll continue the draft analysis as we close in. Um, Locked on Vikings, of course, with Luke Braun. They're going to have you covered all week, including live on draft night, correct? Yep. All right. Mailbag show Wednesday with Reggie Wilson. Get your final draft questions in. Thursday, we've got the meeting of the minds. All four of us, plus Ron Johnson, official draft predictions. And then uh, we'll all be back on Monday to talk about it. So that's what's coming up on the Minnesota football party. Arif Hassan. Find his draft work at Pro Football Network and that consensus board dropping soon. Luke Braun, Locked on Vikings host. Follow him for more in-depth Vikings analysis. And I'm Sam Ekstrom. Thanks so much for watching today on this Monday. Go uh, read some crazy mock drafts and enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time.